Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here. And if you're following this somewhat live, then almost happy Thanksgiving to everyone. What I mean by live is listening to them every day as they come out. <clears throat> but anyway, so we have been in Genesis and we just went through Genesis 38. And what a contrast we're going to see between chapter 38 and chapter 39. Judah, the oldest son, well, not the oldest son, but the son of the line of, that will lead us to King David and eventually to Jesus, is going to come from Judah. And we just uh, had a chapter looking at his inability to uh, refrain from what he wants, right? So a lack of self-control we see in Judah, and especially when it comes to sexuality. And now we're going to go and read about Joseph. But I want to set the stage first for Joseph and maintain a, our brief time here. So chapter 39, we'll read the first part of it. And again, this is backing up. So this isn't the end of chapter 38, <clears throat> doesn't end, and then historically we are in 39. Chapter 38 takes almost a lifetime, and it's just wrapping up Judah's inability to... Um, to be perfect, like any of us. So, But now we back up to Joseph, the 17-year-old, has been sold into slavery by his lovely brothers, one of which is Judah. All right, chapter 39. Now Joseph had been brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard, an Egyptian, had brought him from the Ishmaelites, who had brought him down there. The Lord was with Joseph, and he became a successful man, and he was in the house of his Egyptian master. His master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord caused all that he did, meaning all that Joseph did, to succeed in his hands. So Joseph found favor in the sight and attended him, meaning he attended directly to, to Potiphar, the captain of the guard. And Potiphar made him overseer of his house and put him in charge of all that he had from the time that he made him overseer in his house and, and over all that he had. The Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. The blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and field. So he left all that he had in Joseph's charge. And because of him, he had no concern about anything but the food he ate. In other words, Joseph did everything, but he didn't actually physically feed him. He goes on to tell us that Joseph was handsome in form and appearance. And for those of you who know your Bible, you know what's coming up next. But we won't get into that right now. I just want to <clears throat> highlight here that we just went from Judah's whole life. And it doesn't say anything about God's hand being on Judah. And one, it's interesting about Judah. Judah marries a woman. Well, has start having children with a woman. Do you know that woman's name? No, you don't. We just know that she's the daughter of a man that is named, and he's probably a friend. So Judah's moved away from home, about 12 miles away from his brothers and his dad, and has made friends and, and probably marries a Canaanite woman uh, and starts having children and has these three sons. And so that's Judah. And now... now before he does all that, though, he does sell his brother Joseph into slavery with his other brothers. So now we have the contrast of Judah with Joseph and Joseph who 
and during that whole time with Judah, we never seen and the, and the hand of the Lord was on him or any instance of the people around Judah feeling like God was blessing him, right? But here is Joseph in a a whole lot further away from home. He's in Egypt. He's a slave. He's brought there and sold to the Egyptian guards, Potiphar. And But Potiphar and his whole household notices that everything that Joseph does, God seems to be blessing. And they give it, they give credit to God. This man is, there is a God and, and he is blessing this man and everything he does. So put him in charge of more things and whatever they put, they put him in charge of the household and it's blessed and, and does well. Put him in, in charge of the animals in the field that Potiphar owns and boom, they're, they seem to multiply and are doing better. Everything it says that Joseph was put in charge of was blessed and they could see it. They could see it. The Egyptians, Potiphar, his household could see it. What can people see in your life? What can people see in my life? Is God's hand upon us? Are we like Judah, living for ourselves? Or are we like Joseph, serving others and allowing God to shine through us, despite us, as we try to serve? Think about that as you go. If you are going to Thanksgiving, as you try to serve others around you at Thanksgiving meal and being thankful and telling people how you're thankful for them. I'm thankful for all of you who listen to this. I just wish I had a way of knowing who actually does listen. But anyway, if you are friends with me on Facebook, let me know. If you have my phone number, text me. Tell me that you did and that you enjoy it or or wish it was shorter or longer or better. It can always be better. But how can it be better? Or what are some of the things that really bless you? And I am thankful for all of you that listen, and I hope that you'll continue to enjoy it as long as God gives me breath to keep doing this. God bless you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Talk to you soon.